hey, John, uh, it was nice to have the other John, the sales manager uh, and an extraordinarily knowledgeable gentleman uh, on here talking about the FXDR. Unfortunately, FXDR 114. The one FXDR 114. Unfortunately, he took it into a little bit of an off-color place with his sort of innuendo, everything about That's real. That's that's what we call authentic, yeah, Mark. Yeah, this Everything that he had to say, though, was a little bit uh, loaded. You know what I'm saying, folks? Yeah, you, so, want, uh, you want this podcast to be all clean. I, I think that uh, a parental advisory needs to put on this one. I'm just saying. Welcome to the Behind the Bars podcast, where we discuss all things motorcycles, memories, and mayhem. Oh, this is awesome. Sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Let's get this thing started. Here's John and Mark. So on today's podcast, we have uh, John Sargent. John is a uh, a sales manager at Wilkins Harley Davidson. John has not only uh, had the opportunity to ride the new FXDR one fourteen, but also uh, was in San Diego when they unveiled this thing, and uh, people went nutty. John, welcome. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. First off, San Diego is how the locals like it pronounced. Okay. Uh, Did and, they tell uh, you that? Huh? Did they tell you that? No, but. If you watch Anchorman 1 or 2, you learn pretty quickly how to pronounce San Diego. Okay. Hey, John, did you hear how John introduced you as a sales manager, not the sales manager? Did that bother you? Uh, not at all, Mark. No. Why don't we get into... What? FXDR. 114. 114. Yeah. Don't so, forget the 114. Harley-Davidson wants the hashtag FXDR114, not just FXDR. FYI. Well, it was interesting that... I would have thought you would know that by now, but... Well, I found it very interesting that it's the one of the only models they've ever produced that doesn't have a name other than, you know, something so specific as like FXDR. Yeah, isn't that weird? What yeah, do you mean? Well, it's just an FXDR? Uh, oh, well, okay. the model designation is an FXDRS. The bike itself is named the FXDR 114. Mark, similar to like the FXLR, which they would call the low rider right right so so they would call the flsb sport glide see yes. we don't have anything like that for the fxdr 114 oh, no name you? there's no name to it it's just the fxdr which i think is badass it, it, you don't need to add a name well, to it you, john if you think about the culture right now and how many people refer to their bikes as their model name it's changed a lot over the last few years like if you ask um, you watch a lot of stunt riders. I know you guys have had demos on your podcast. Yeah, a Cole Freeman. Them, they refer to their bikes as like an FXR. You know, they don't go by the name. They go by the model code. Sure. And I think that culturally it blends in and it makes marketing pretty interesting as well. Well, you know, we, we're on this podcast for a limited amount of time. Let's get into it because our listeners are interested in learning what is the FXDR. John, you've had an opportunity to ride this thing, right? Yep. Mark, you've probably had an opportunity to ride this, have you not? You know, I've had a chance to bond with this motorcycle in other ways. Um, you know, I'm attached to the spiritual element of motorcycles. I've spent a fair amount of time one-on-one -on -one in the darkness uh, of the after-hour showroom. And I will tell you, this bike has got a soul like none of the bikes in the showroom. I would agree with that, but are you... But you didn't uh, you haven't ride it. You haven't ridden it. No, no, no. I I, uh, I haven't ridden it, but that um, you make it sound as though that puts me in a poor position to comment on it. Well, it's like, oh, yeah, I love this person very much. Oh, really? How do you know? Well, we've met online. 
You know, it's like. Oh, I you, thought you were gonna say you met this person online, but you haven't had a chance to ride them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna nervous. Go there. You, you know, nervous. but it's like that. You, that, you, that, that why did my mind go right there? Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. I'm not sure. John, I think that I have ridden a bike. I took advantage of it. Um, you know, I, I'm a rider, so I got on it and I took it for a ride. And so a couple of things. First off, you really notice some of the modern technology that they put into engineering the bike. The 114 is just an absolute powerhouse. I mean, it's a low-end torque monster. It's like 119 foot-pounds of torque. At 35 RPMs. 3,500. 3, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the battery cranks it over <laughs> higher than 35 RPMs, Mark. But it's yeah. okay. We'll yeah. get you there. 35 <laughs> RPMs would, would be probably on the low end. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Very low end. Okay, so you guys can talk about all this power and stuff. And yeah, I will. I will talk a little bit about... The spirit of the motorcycle okay. in time. So I'm going to be straightforward and say Which I you're agree. just speculating on because you haven't ridden it yet to really know the bike. So I'll speak from experience because I have ridden the bike. Like we, we wrapped it together and I feel that that's the only way you can bond. But um, so I took the bike for a ride. The low end torque is amazing. Um, the power band is very, very linear. I mean, it's just so smooth. You don't realize how fast you're going until you look down. But the riding position, um, it makes you feel badass. You know, well, you actually, I felt. I told you when I rode it the other day, I felt like Batman. Yeah, that's that's how exactly how I felt when I rode the FX DR one fourteen like and that. And I bet if we had Bruce Wayne on the podcast, he'd probably say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll take one." I, and I felt like I was sitting with Yoda when I was in the showroom the other morning, with with the FX DR. I mean, this bike exudes energy in a. And it actually does. It really I'll does. I'll agree with that. I will agree it with that. It is a very cool friggin' motorcycle. Right, absolutely. You're throwing shots in the dark being that you haven't ridden it, but I would agree with that John, one. besides the fact that Mark has never ridden this motorcycle, what um, what, what was the dealer's sentiment when you were out there in San Diego? Uh, so in San Diego, they were excited. I mean, anytime you have a new motorcycle, um, I'm sure it's a little nerve-wracking for a any business when you come out with a new product. You want to have good feedback, especially when you didn't do any you know, piloting or anything like that. But I think Harley does a great job in terms of, you know, as an organization, listening and watching trends and a lot of dealerships. I mean, it was hard for us to get our video of the motorcycle in because there was crowds around all of them all day, every day. And I thought that was very impressive because it wasn't that they had one there. They had one in every color they produced there. And there was a crowd around each one, people doing videos, doing social media the whole time. Um, a lot of them were very excited. You know, they wanted something else. Um, you know, it's a it's a sexy bike, but it also has an aggressive attitude. So um, it adds something new to that, to the lineup that they don't have, um, along with some new engineering. That's pretty impressive what? as well. Tell us, John. So, like, Tell the, us about this new engineering piece. So one of the most critical parts about the bike is uh, the rear end, if you will, which is important in a lot of things in life. And... So in this one, it's the cast aluminum swing arm and rear section of the motorcycle. It's the first swing arm Harley's ever produced that's fully cast aluminum. And uh, with that said, it's also the tail section. So when you see, uh, you know, if you pull up the, the cowl that hides, that basically goes over the passenger pillion spot, you know, you can actually swap that out for a passenger seat. But you can pull that up um, and you can kind see Kind of like the rocker. It's, it's kind of like the rocker, almost. Yeah, far better. I mean, the rocker, you would have to flip up your seat, and then you'd have this, like... I know, but what I'm saying is, you, you the, the cool thing about the rocker was that 
it, it appeared like a solo bike. Yes. And then, so this bike is very similar in that it's, it appears like a solo bike, but it doesn't have to be. And the rocker had a lot of attitude. And yeah. It was like the back fender, you know, had a lot of rear section character, um, which is the same for this bike. still got a lot of people that call from out of state, usually our Massachusetts listeners. Yes. How, how would you, how would you, uh, how, how, how would you define that, that phone call, how that goes when, a, when someone from Massachusetts calls and, 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 uh, or even swings in? Well, respectfully, it's not called a rocker with them. It's called a rocka. A rocka? You guys got any rockas? You know, yeah. it's more like, you know, AH versus ERs. Okay. You know? Yeah. So you got any rockas and they are all about ground pounders. What, what the hell is a ground pounder for our so, listeners? Ground pounders are any exhausts that are either brutally loud or often, you know, they're Vance and Hines, you know, two and a two. Okay, so and... so they call, they call. So I'm 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 you. I'm the sales manager, and yeah. So hey, uh, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, you guys got any rockers up there? No, they haven't made a rocker for a number of years. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you get a rocker in, uh, I'll be interested in that. If you want to call me back on it, it's got to have ground pounders on it and a big sucker. <laughs> A wicked big suck on it. The thing's got to be loud. I mean, it's the, the, you know, sucker's got a black. So talking about the the big sucker on on the rocker, the FXDR one fourteen, how's that? How's that air cleaner doing? That thing is huge. Air cleaner's huge. So they uh, they built the, uh, that the intake. The intake, yeah. So they built that um specifically for this bike, and it's got a couple of unique elements to it. Um, that many listeners may know or may not, but the fact is they designed it for optimum performance and it's the first air filter they've ever put on a motorcycle um, that doesn't involve, it's not an oil-based air cleaner. So when you clean it, you can use standard soap and water and air. Dish, you don't have to use- Dish detergent? You can use dish detergent Dawn. if you want it. Dawn. Dawn's fine. Okay. I mean, she's a nice lady, so I don't know why you wouldn't use her soap, but um, you have that. And then at the same time, it's uh, it doesn't require having a rain sock at any point. Huh. So I wonder what, why, why is that? Do you know? Why does it involve having a rain sock? Yeah. It's the way they designed the filter element. Huh. So you guys are comparing this bike to the rocker. Wouldn't you say it's also sort of in the family of the V-Rod as a power cruiser? It's no. kind of in that genre? No. I wouldn't. Why, I know it? a lot of people have been walking up to it and, and they feel like it looks very similar to the V-Rod. But I, I... I don't think there's any similarity between that and the V-Rod. Well, first of all, it's not it's not water cooled. No, no, no. I mean, not technically, but it's, it's the air it's frame. the air apparent. Well, what are you asking us, Mark? I'm I'm saying that a rider that uh, may have really liked the V-Rod is likely to like the FXDR. It's it's the air apparent to the power cruiser bike. It's a power and cruiser. And yeah, and I'll, I'll agree with that. In the respect of a power cruiser in an aggressive side stance, yeah, you know, you have a little bit of a rake in the front end. It has an inverted front forks. For you, Mark, that means when your forks compress the opposite way that <laughs> some forks do. Um, uh, the the shiny, that, for, for Mark's purposes, yeah. the, the shininess is on, is on the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> 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 oh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So then you have the 240 back tire. So it has, you know, some similar characteristics, but it's, you know, it, it gives you still a big V-twin powerhouse feel. And that's really, really cool. And yet, it's also known for its lean angle, which is something that makes it unique in that it's really designed to to really press hard into cornering, isn't it? Uh, you can press it hard. Um, if you rode it, Mark, you could tell us from experience. Mark, but... did you ride it? 
I haven't ridden the bike yet. I, I, I'm still in the process of getting to know the bike before I get on it. See, I'm not like you guys who just jump on anything that, you know, that's here. I like to select the motorcycle. What? Wait a minute. I like to select my motorcycles carefully. I'm just getting to know the FXDR. You know, a couple of dates. FXDR 114. The 114. A couple of dates are important before I actually, you know. Mark, did you sit on it? I have sat on it. Did mm -hmm. you see the digital riser gauge? I did. I think that's fa I think that's fascinating. The, the gate, the, the cockpit of the motorcycle, is is pretty fantastic. It, it's awesome. It is really really cool. And I mean, in the words of Christopher Walken, your comment about John and I not wanting to get to know it. Uh, first off, wow. Uh, secondly, you know, I don't. I think you're misjudging kind of our you know moral ethics. I mean, I got to know the FXDR 114 quite well. The hell you I did, did it briefly because. I'm not afraid to put myself out there. It was what I love. I love hard. It wasn't. Off. It wasn't off the truck ten minutes, and you were on that thing. Well, I mean, we had to get it set you, up. You didn't even know. And it. our technician, our master technician, Dan, was the first person to ride it at our dealership. And that's his job. Yeah. So I get right. that. And he's coming off a Buell, and he loved it. So he that's did. an interesting. He, he came back. You know. He 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 came back, and I and I asked him what he thought. He had a great big smile on his face, and he he thinks it's a big winner. So I think that's that's pretty cool for a technician that rides a lot of different motorcycles motorcycles out there to, to come back right away I'm just he wrote it i wrote it john Sargent, you wrote it mike grant wrote mike it mike grant wrote um, it i think ed wrote it yeah well richard wrote yeah. you know a lot of a lot of folks in the dealership wrote it um all have an endorsement mark you have in europe yeah mark well, has his I, endorsement. I have my endorsement he's actually a riding academy graduate that's pretty in fact i am i know I, I am not a riding academy as a riding graduate. academy graduate i would take a lot of pride in wanting to show people that it's okay to get out there and ride Absolutely. Cool bikes like the FXDR one. Well, I, I, in time, I probably will ride the FXDR, but I'm just, I like to move at a little bit slower pace, take things a little slower, get to know the bike a little before I just jump on her, well, unlike you. Well, so, first off, Mark, I looked her in the eyes, and we had the same feeling. Okay. Yeah, okay. We had yeah. the same feeling, and we went out there, and we had a good time. I've seen you do this with countless amounts of motorcycles John. out there. You just have, you know, an appetite that is insatiable. Let's face it. John, he, 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 John, did you notice that the FXDR one fourteen everything is blacked out? Yep. Did you notice that the push rods are shiny chrome? Yep. Pretty cool contrast, wouldn't you say? I think so. Yeah. You know, I think. That style is pretty interesting. It reminds me of Phil Collins. You know, you love Phil Collins if you have two years and a heart. And I feel like this bike, you know, if you have two years and a heart, you love Harley Davidson. This bike lines right up with that. Um, I like the push rod tubes chrome because it gives you a little bit of contrast there. It does. Um, and it brings your eyes to check out just how massive a 114 cubic inch motor on a soft tail chassis really is. The other cool thing, did you get an opportunity at uh, when you were in San Diego? Did you get an opportunity to uh, check out that Screaming Eagle exhaust that the guys, uh, Scott Miller and Bob Iverson, manufactured or built, designed? Yeah. Well, we met them, if you remember. Okay, so we you met, so you met, met you met them, yeah. and so you saw this Screaming Eagle exhaust. This pretty, is it like carbon fiber or something like that? Yeah, so um, again, it's another first for Harley-Davidson Motor Company, but it's, a, um, it's the first titanium and carbon fiber constructed muffler that they've ever produced. Which so, I would assume would be very light. Yeah, so so Mark can understand it. Um, basically what that means, Mark, is that it's very light, very strong, and very, very badass looking, is it, what that would mean. I'm curious to see how it sounds. Um, it sounds really good. So they did have, um, they did have one there. 
that had it on. Um, there's also, you know, the uh, there's a couple videos I think out there right now that people have, you know, showcasing the sound of it. But there's two impressive things about it. A is the increase of sound level. It really starts to sound the part, you know. Um, that's a big thing that a lot of people like is, you know, I want to have my bike sound as aggressive as it looks. And that muffler definitely helps with that. But it also, it's half the weight. Huh. So it would be like if you held me in one arm and then you held Mark in the other arm, the weight difference is the same as holding Mark in your arm. I mean, he's half the weight I am. Very similar size. But, but you're a big guy. Like, yeah, I also eat a lot. I eat real food. Well, Mark, Mark is a uh, is a uh, what, what do we call him behind his back? I don't. I, he he Which, eats a lot of kale. Yeah, I mean he's a you know he's a veggie head. But you know, it's the, like the interesting thing is is I do give up a lot of weight to you, John. You know, in in our torsos, but um, above the neck, I don't give up much weight at all. As a matter of fact, I may think you're lagging behind there just a touch. I'm pretty. Close I, I have a question. I have a I have a trivia question. I love trivia. I love we're trivia. we're gonna see Mark versus John. Okay. On the FXDR one fourteen. Hmm. Um. Let's see the running weight. Oh, 668 pounds. That's easy. Boom, John wins. Oh, Mark I mean, I is down. I didn't realize we had this was a time. Yeah, that fuel we, capacity. Fuel. Oh, capacity. that's easy. That's easy. What is it, Mark? I'll give you a chance. Well, when you put down your uh, guide over there gallons, uh, that you're holding in your hand. Yeah, he just took some notes. He just knew that off the cuff. Good job, Preparation. John. That's, Preparation. That's two for you. Mm. And then you what what's what size rear tire? Two forty millimeter. Uh, nice yeah. job. Yeah, but what inches why? We're talking about the actual size. Oh, like, oh, so now you're gonna be pulling that American math thing on me? I, it's two hundred and forty millimeters. That's how Harley John, Davidson. John, you, you follow what I'm asking? Yeah, in terms of how size the how big the rear wheel is? Yeah. Yeah, the rear wheel is actually eighteen inches. Right. I mean it's thank you, John. Three for three. So, anyway, long story short. He wasn't talking about how wide the tire necessarily was, but the diameter of the wheel. You made assumptions, Mark. Well, you're always jumping to conclusions. And I don't mean to go here, Mark, but, you know, there are some females in your personal life that say sometimes you jump to conclusions. Is that right? Hey, I have a, I have a, a comment on this. One last thing. Uh, Mark, are you going to take this down the road or eventually going to take this for a little spin? When we've bonded sufficiently. Uh, over some quiet time, getting to know each other, I will take the FXDR. Mark, now. really? I don't want to hear you say you want to, you'll take the FXDR one fourteen for a ride. I want to hear you say like, I want to hear like an adjective in there. Like, I want you to say like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna brap her out. You know, brap her out. Yeah. I don't talk like that. Brap? What is that? That's not even a Everybody word. Everybody knows what brapping out is. Brapping. Brap. Brap. Is... Brap. brap. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, we got to wrap this thing up. God. We're running low on time. We really wanted to be focused on 15 minutes, and we're pushing pushing the envelope on this one. So closing notes on the FXDR114. Mark, anything you want to jump in and that you've uh, read about? Because I know you actually did a lot of research on, on the bike when it came out. So My favorite elements of the bike so far is I'm getting to know her. The two-into-one exhaust and that rear fender that rolls over the top of that 240-millimeter rear tire it to me is a thing of beauty. At first, when I saw the bike online, I wasn't so sure about that, but I'm. It grows on me every time I see it. I think it's very sophisticated looking, and I love it. John, closing notes on the FXDR. Closing notes would be do what Mama told you not to. Go play with it, and you know if you can take it for a spin. You know, go to your local shop, take it for a ride, and see for yourself. Even if you have no intentions of buying it, at least ride it because it's you know pretty awesome engineering, and it's a, it is. 
it's an impressive bike, and the way it makes you feel afterwards. Um, it does have an emotional uh, um, ah, piece of this. Yes, yes, yes Mark. I, I said I agreed with you. Okay. The, the The fact is, is that this bike really, when you take it down the road, you feel differently than any other motorcycle. And it's interesting the amount of comments I've seen online already. People making comments about how what a crappy bike, blah blah blah. And Mark doesn't like me using the word haters, but doubters or naysayers. Yeah. And they haven't even ridden the freaking motorcycle. You comment and say, hey, have you had a chance to ride it at your local dealer? Nope. And one no of the, response. One of the coolest experiences I think you can have on it, even if you are a naysayer, when you pull up to an intersection and there are people there or there are other vehicles or you pull into a parking lot, just stop and then just take a look around for a minute. And people it's pretty impressive at the bike. that all eyes are on you when you're yeah. on the bike. That's cool. Well, I think the FXDR, FXDR represents something really unique in our showroom. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and that is that it embodies all of the spirit of Harley-Davidson, but it has one step firmly in the future. And I think that's the thing that I really love about this motorcycle. It is a cool motorcycle. Check it out. If you get an opportunity, harley-davidson.com or, uh, you know, stop into your local dealer. Thanks, yeah. guys. John, appreciate your time that you took uh, and certainly added a whole other level to this podcast. It was lacking. Um, or I felt like it was lacking with just Mark. Well, a little bit of I, culture was my, brought, and I yes. appreciate you guys bringing my, me in because uh, it's nice to have, you know. We don't even let Mark talk. Yeah, I, it's a, you know, <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Well, you know, I, I, and just really another thing, I'm just so glad to be here. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm going to just take one minute to apologize to our listeners. Uh, for those of you who expect a little bit higher standards in terms of language, John was using a little bit of kind of. Uh, John Sargent? Hmm, John, John Sargent, yeah, John Sargent. Uh, was using some uh, sort of language that uh, we typically wouldn't use on this podcast, and I, I apologize for that, listeners. Whatever. Are you talking about innuendos or? Uh, sort of, kind of, yeah. All right. Mm. Clean it All up, right. John. Well, I'll be back, and uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yep. Appreciate All right, it. See you guys. All right, love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Bars podcast, sponsored by Wilkins Harley Davidson. Stay tuned for our next exciting podcast. Check out additional information on WilkinsHarley.com.